Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, final hour of power. For me, for the week, uh, Linnell. Are you on uh, before Sunday or? This is why I'm the Swiss Army knife of uh, Odyssey DC. I'm on tonight, oh, 6.30 to 7.30. Oh, look at that. Over on the fan. On the fan. Right before Thursday night football, right? right that colossal before right, Thursday night football. That colossal matchup between the Chicago Bears and the Carolina Panthers. For everybody out there that screams about Al Michaels not being excited because he's got to do oh, games like this, is, you're going to find out why yeah. he's not excited. Well, but look. sometimes a game can be, at least at this point, so bad, it's almost good. You know what I'm saying? No. No. <laughs> That's one of our favorite little uh, soundbite exchanges. You, you, I, Maddie was right on. Somehow Maddie had that ready to go, and I didn't even have to tell him. He somehow? just knew. What do you mean somehow? He, like through osmosis. What do you mean somehow? Like, it's great. You have the treat uh, of working with probably, you know what, I'm not going to upset the rest of my coworkers. I'm going to be a good teammate. Well, you're basically. I mean, you're, ba- he, you're basically I, saying Matty Ice is awesome. I mean, I mean, you don't have to say he's better than anybody such, else. No, no, no. And I would never do that. Right. I think we're all we all we got an I mean, all star cast over here. You but. would only do that when you when you say that you're better than everyone else. Yes. Right. So we have an all star. He would cast never do that here. except when he tells you that yes. he's the best host walking planet Earth. I love that you're complimenting me, but I'm trying to be angry, you Lynette. <laughs> Dr. Sabah making a guest appearance. All right, report card grades on the defense, not very good. I'm going with D, D minus. You're going with an E off the chains. No surprise there. It's been a very disappointing year. It led to Chase Young and Montez Sweat being uh, traded. Then they couldn't get any real pass rush against Mac Jones and the Patriots, except for the one that got taken away, which was awesome by K.J. Henry, but it got taken away. And they've got to figure out, Oh, by the way, not to have these huge gaps in the middle of the defense on whatever you want to call up, cross dogs, this, that, and the other thing. Can't allow Kenneth Walker, who's banged up a little bit, by the way, and Zach Charbonneau, uh, is it Charbonnet? Charbonnet, Charbonnet, Charbonnet whatever. Marvin Gaye uh, and Charbonnet. To, to, to run through uh, Lincoln Tunnel-sized holes uh, like um, uh, uh, Ramondre like Ramon Stevenson uh, did. So special teams, special teams grade through the eyes of Josh Harris. When I bought the team in late July, officially, I you know I'd heard of Tressway, 
I maybe knew <laughs> of Joey Sly. Didn't know anything about this Cameron Cheeseman fella. Then I'm watching training camp, and I see the cheese man snapping the ball all over the place and everybody all up in arms. And I didn't have Jamison Crowder yet at this point. But I did have Antonio Gibson, and I had this kid from UCLA that people were buzzing about that didn't ultimately make the roster. So I was thinking special teams was going to be a little bit of a mishmash. And I was thinking it was probably going to be a letdown. But Mm. damn it, by Mm. and large, by and large, while it hasn't been perfect, and while there have been some times where certainly there are some things to worry about, the special teams have been pretty good. And therefore... I'm going to give it a B plus because damn it, I'm Josh Harris and the special teams have been better than I was thinking they were going to be. Um, here's well, here, here's where I'll go. Now, I, just like I did for the offense, just like I did for the defense, we're looking at the entire body of work. Mm-hmm. The only special teams hiccup that we've had this year was the snap problem. Correct. Well. Uh, I mean, Joey Sly missed, what, a critical kick in which game? Do guys Uh, not miss kicks? Is he supposed to be perfect on the year? No, no, no. No, I'm asking you a question. Is he supposed to be perfect? And Tressway didn't have a very good end to the Philadelphia game in week four, but that that, being said. And for those reasons, that is why they don't get an A+. Okay. They get an A-. minus. Oh, okay. The best off-season acquisition was via the special teams unit with Jamison Crowder. Yeah. So you get a little bit of credit with that. They haven't given up any seismic returns to this point that I can remember. No. And the fact that I can't remember lets you know that they yeah. probably haven't. Um, Trustway's had his one bad game, but has the most special teams players of the special week in franchise player of the week, history. Right. Exactly. So he gets BOTD, benefit yeah. of the doubt. The cheese man has settled down. The cheese man is the cheese is now melted. It's yeah. not blocked up and right. cold anymore. I, as long as I say it all the time, right? We call it special teams in college we fence because it matters that much. As long as they're not a negative, mm-hmm. it's it's really hard to disappoint me. As long as long yeah, as see, they're I not look for more, hurting I look the team, for more than a negative or not a, hurting they, they the team. They provided a benefit as well. Yeah, but Ron I think actually wow. this year, for the most part, they are providing a benefit. So I wrote this down during Ron Rivera's press conference on Monday. So mm-hmm. special teams, kickoff return and punt return mm-hmm. with Antonio Gibson and Jamison Crowder. There's a saying that they use within the building. For every 10 yards they get beyond the 25 on kickoffs, it's one less first down the offense has to get. Yeah. For every uh, time they get past, every 10 yards they get past on punt return, it's one less first down for the offense to have to get. So the impact of Antonio Gibson as a returner has been huge and Jamison Crowder. I'll, and give, I think you, Gibson I'll give you a couple of numbers. Punt return average of Jamison Crowder, 9.5. Mm-hmm. The league average, 9.5. I can't remember the last time. The commanders have been league, yeah. were, were league average, okay, were, were or or above. I can't remember. Maybe Brandon Banks. I, I can't remember. Yeah, uh, I'd have to look. It, it up. was more Jekyll kickoff high, return though. average, which was so bad last year. The first half of last year, so bad. Twenty four point five is the kickoff return average. It's almost two yards above the league average at twenty two point six. And just so you know, again. The punt return average in terms of coverage, okay, so think about it from a defensive standpoint, Yes. 8.9, the league average, 9.5, so they're below the league average there, so that's good. And the kickoff return average is zero. Have they allowed? How is that possible? Because I don't... I think Joey Sly kicks it out of the back of the end right, zone they haven't every allowed, time. They haven't allowed a kick return? No, yet? Joey... 
Come on. I, I know Joey Sly's good. Look at him. Okay. He's juiced up. He's hooked up. No. They say it during the broadcast every week. Uh, well, I don't watch the broadcast every week. I'm I'm usually at the games. You got to watch TV copy rooms. Okay. Come on. All right. But Special normally, teams. Normally they say during the TV I broadcast, say B yeah. plus because it hadn't been perfect. A minus. You say A minus. That's fine. All right. Quarterback. <laughs> Quarterback alone. And coaching. And then coaching yeah. staff. Quarterback alone. I'm going to let you go first. Because it hasn't been the prettiest ride for Sam Howell. But he, now, he might be the youngest in charge. I just changed my grade on the fly. Oh, you did? I just changed it in red ink. Really? So it's permanent. Ooh. I was going to give him a B plus. Then I realized how soft I was on the rest of the offense. So I'll give him a B minus. B minus slash C plus. Well, wait a second. You went from a B plus to a B minus slash C plus. That's a pretty sizable sh- seismic shift. There's been some seismic shifts in his play. I mean, well, that's true. That's so if I had to stick to one grade, I'll give him a B minus, and here's why. I think the last two weeks, him and the office have turned a corner, but there were some outlier performances that I just can't get over and can't stomach. The first Giants game, can't stomach it. The second half against Atlanta, can't stomach it. The entirety of the Chicago game, I didn't think he was very good, except for that second half comeback. I mean, tried the to second half, he was better. Second half, Not he was Not good better. enough. I'll give him an incomplete for Chicago. The first Eagles game, passed it with flying colors. The Buffalo Bills, I wanted him to never play quarterback here mm-hmm. again. The Denver game, I thought he was pretty good. Arizona, for whatever reason, you fans are just geeked up about Sam Howell. He didn't play good against Arizona. Mm-hmm. If that's good quarterback play for you, then this is why we're going to be stuck in the middle forever. He was 19 of 31, 202 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. And he took six sacks against the Cardinals. Can we look up the box score of the Arizona Cardinals to see if they've registered six sacks in a game since week one? Probably not. Not a good defense you didn't play well against. And you fumbled the ball once in that game as well. So the turnovers were an issue. All in all, the play the last two weeks, though, much more consistent Mm -hmm. and really is the base of this grade, which Mm -hmm. is why he's got to be minus. Okay. So there we go. All right, B minus. Mm-hmm. I think that's I think that's fair. I think I would say, and I'm going to be a little bit harder of a grader, maybe mm-hmm. than you. I'm going to go with a C plus, which okay. means it's a C plus heading in the right direction because of what we've seen the last two games, but because of what you just illustrated in the first seven, and even at the end of the first half against the Patriots in Foxborough, and. A little bit against Philadelphia two weeks ago. A little bit. I mean, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't bad, but a little bit. I'm going to go with a C-plus for Sam Howell. And again, this is through the eyes, if you will, of Josh Harris, but obviously we're giving the grades. Again, analytically, okay, and statistically, and the way we've gone about it, we've asked this young man to do a lot. We probably have put him in a bad situation, but we've also accelerated the growth process. We also tried to accelerate the determination process. He probably deserves higher than a C plus, but because of the sacks, because half roughly were on him, because he's second in turnovers or in interceptions in the because I'm four and five, because we only scored 20 points despite statistically dominating on the road. Okay, because I think I know what's coming this Sunday at Lumen Field in Seattle, I'm gonna <laughs> give him a C plus. Now, one thing I will say, okay, his bad throw percentage. Oh, I, I don't uh, give that that's that is crap to just, me. Just go ahead. Just use it, just using it again. 
Percentage of bad throws per pass attempt, excluding spikes and throwaways, 12.9%. Second lowest. Right. That's like 13% of his throws. Okay. I would say this. Sam Howell has had some really bad moments. You just went through a bunch of them. But his high moments, the pass to Terry on the seven route with a blitz steaming at him from behind off the corner, Mm -hmm. the throw to Jahan Dotson in stride on the double post, the throws that I've seen him make consistently through the year, even though he's missed plenty, the throw to Logan Thomas on the deep slant in the back of the end zone against the Philadelphia Eagles when my team needed it the most and I put together a 75-yard drop, bam, like that. Those throws, I have not had a quarterback, not only since Kirk Cousins, Mm. I'm telling you, I don't even know if Kirk Cousins made those kind of throws. Such (laughs) terrific mathematical analysis. (laughs) I'm telling you, I, there's nobody that loves Kirk Cousins more than me. Kirk Cousins made some great throws. I, I, I'm not telling. I think you're underselling. I, Kurt, bro. I think I, I think, think all of us are. I think I Sam's. I love you too, Kirk. I, I feel really bad about your blown Achilles. I think Sam. I think Sam. His best throws have been better than the high throws. Kirk was more consistent as his career went along, but remember, he didn't start starting until year four. Kirk was more consistent. Kirk could rip. Kirk was better all around. Kirk's probably the best processor and the best pocket I understand. mechanic in Anticipation, the National Football all that. I, I get all not that. Not close. I'm talking about his high-end throws and the throws that I have not seen, quarterbacks that have been here. Can and I maybe I'm, I'm blinded by that. I, I haven't seen them make. And that includes Robert. That includes Kirk in my eyes. Can we, can we stop judging him on good throws and look at it at good performances? That's how I think we should That's look fair. at it. That's fair. Because the good fair. throws are an anomaly. Something That's more fair. of an anomaly than That's the good fair. performances. I mean, are. again, everybody judges things a different way. I'm talking about through the eyes of, of the Josh. owner, yes. through the eyes of Josh Harris. I'm excited about what I have seen in big time spots. Hard to hard. Ah, that's why I push back because he actually hasn't been that good in the big time spots. The comeback against Philadelphia a couple of weeks ago. Throws a terrible pick in the fourth quarter and misses Terry McLaurin on two wide open passes. Again, we're not. You're That's asking a big time moment. You're, you're asking for perfection. No, I'm no, not. I'm asking for the best plays and, and the best moments. And by the way, he like I, I don't blame him for those back to back throws on Terry. I, I mean that part of that Chris, is on Terry. What? Uh, part of that is on Terry. Dude, he's standing wide open and he had to fall to the ground to catch the pass. Hit him in his I damn chest. I, I didn't say it was perfect. Come on, Chris. Part of that was on that, Terry. I don't know. And the, I expect that from the fans. Like, we're looking at Sam through this crooked-ass lens, I feel like. And this is kind of the discussion we had yesterday. Do you want an average quarterback or do you want an elite quarterback? Because an elite quarterback isn't throwing the ball in the dirt with zero pressure. You know why that throw went in the dirt? Because his biggest problem to this point And if you go watch J.T. O'Sullivan's film breakdown from this past week against the New England Patriots, his movement within the pocket has improved, but there are times where it still don't look like he knows what the hell he's doing. He's a rookie-plus quarterback. Why are we expecting him to be perfect? Why? 
When you throw 50 times a game, when you drop back 50 times a game, your, your feet and your mechanics are not going to be perfect all the time. It's an issue for him, and it's why he didn't throw it's, a touchdown. Hold on, hold it's on. It's an Chris. issue that's getting better, it's wouldn't an you issue, say? It's an, wouldn't you say it's getting better? It's getting better. His footwork in general, his drops, what they can Chris, do, what they can't do. Chris, you're going to get better from playing. That's the baseline. Not everybody gets better from playing. How's it working for Zach Thomas, uh, Zach Taylor, Zach, Zach Brown? Zach Band, Wilson? Zach Wilson, whatever the hell his name is. He's also got Nathaniel Hackett I, as his oh, offensive Oh, wait a second. Aaron Rodgers said he's the, the Santa yeah, Claus. Aaron Rodgers is stupid. Like, oh, okay. If, but you, you see what I'm saying? I, like, I see what like, you're saying, like you're, but like, dude, he's got to make those throws. The, the the throw that everyone keeps calling pass interference. Love Nikki Javala. She points out pass interference on Jabril Peppers. If that ball is good and if his feet were set and he wasn't falling away no. for no damn reason. No. That's you, a touchdown to okay, Terry McLaurin. You, you think I'm telling you that he's that he's great. I'm not telling you that he's great. I'm telling you that there are signs of progress beyond just the obvious. There are I'm not disputing that. His at all. footwork is getting better. His drops are getting better. His processing is getting better. Correct. His decision making is getting better. Oh, it is on, a on, work on, in on. progress. You, uh, uh, and I, don't, I'm not, I love Sam, and people are going to try to fry me over this because I'm nitpicking at what you're saying. Is Sam getting better? Is all that getting better, or was it just better the last two weeks? Because we love it's to getting no, better. No, 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 no. It's just it's a two week sample size. It's getting we better. Nine it's not games. great. It's getting better. We played nine games. We it's like, getting better. The last. That's two, the classic definition of getting better. This goes back to our conversation from yesterday. I'm no longer ready to anoint him. Is not something that I'm going to ever. That I'm not. I'm not going to do till the end of yeah, the season. Because I don't. Nor have should to. you. Even at but the like, end of this season. But look. You played well against Philadelphia. You played well against New England. You left plays on the field in both of those games, and then you stunk against New York, and you weren't good in the second half against Atlanta. So the past month, he has been as up and down as he's been all year. Well, should, shouldn't we say he wasn't good in the fourth quarter against New England? And therefore, even though they had statistics up the wazoo, he wasn't very good in the, in, in the fourth quarter in that game? Why wasn't he good in the fourth quarter against he New England? He wasn't. Why wasn't he? I, I don't know. There was various breakdowns. I'm asking you, what from his performance in the fourth quarter do you not like? Because now I have the play-by-play drive chart up. And this is only going to give me the numbers of it. Yeah, but, like, get, from watching, like, he wasn't. The offense itself got stagnant in the fourth quarter, yes, but it's because they were trying to run the clock out, I feel like. Right, because they didn't trust Mac Jones in the New England offense, which part part of that, may, you know, is is somewhat of a mistake, right? Because, again, Mac Jones bottom went, line, Bottom line, through nine weeks – I give him. There was a there was a sack I on a, a B minus. Right, there was a sack on a scramble. There was um, a third and eleven to Logan Thomas for ten yards. Uh, fourth and one, they they decide to punt, which I thought was the right move. There was a field goal uh, in the late third. Now that's not what I'm looking for. Uh, there was. Let me see here. Um, what is your issue about how we performed in the fourth quarter? They Chris? weren't good in the fourth quarter. I'm asking a question. Everybody thought Sam was great on Sunday. They weren't good in the fourth quarter. They had three drives. They did diddly-poo. Dude, first and ten at the Washington Five. Brian Robinson goes for no gain. That's the end of the drive right there. Oh, that's the end for of the drive. For all of you people, that's why they don't run the damn football, Chris. Right. Because they, they, they no they gain ne- or negative be- yards. Because they never throw incomplete, right? 
to get been, nothing. They've been damn good on first and See, second down the last See, all of you number weeks. nerds don't understand Chris, that there is a benefit to the running game that you do not you, get from you, the passing you game. Out, you throw out this big fancy SAT word yesterday on Twitter. The ancillary benefits of running the football. You know what? I'm not their ancillary benefits of the quick passing game really? as well. Because there just, is? How, just, just how the running game impacts linebackers and safeties and make them scream up. The quick passing game does the same thing. You set teams up for double moves. That's how you do you it. Physically, the DBs right, you physically start fighting down. You physically pound on them. You wear them out, right? My heart's in the, beating. In the quick passing game, right? My skipped it. By throwing a had, screen, by throwing an incomplete I'm gonna, pass. I'm going to lose it To Percy you. Pringle. Percy Pringle. Same as Byron. Whatever. Byron. Golly, Rooster. 321, Team 980. Um... I, we have you Drew McIntyre coming up just past three thirty. You you might as well bathe in mac and cheese tonight. You with can some call. Of the stuff you, you said tonight. You can call Linnell at six thirty if you haven't been able to get through and scream at him. Yeah, I'm on uh, six thirty to seven thirty as yeah, well. People, Paulie thinks he's getting dose. through. He's not getting through after he compared me to having CTE. Before we go to break, I need you to say something. What? Cue the fool said it's already sold. Cue the fool said it's already sold. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. <laughs> I still don't. That's a good geek. But. Let's you like you. that on the Team 980. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. There was a certain theme. Y'all keep, music. y'all keep doing this bit. I don't know none of your music that you play. This wasn't even about like great bands and musicians from and then y'all try to play and then, and then y'all try to play a hip hop instrumental on the way out. Ain't that something? Look at how they treat me for three Matt, hours. Matt, I'm, I'm giving Matt you. I'm giving you a bone. This. I'm trying to give you a. What is this? Bone Thugs and Harmony? No, Wu Tang. Oh, it's Wu Tang. Anybody 25 years or younger listening to Wu Tang, you have Benjamin Button disease. I mean, where, did, where did you find this guy? I, I didn't find him. He was here with the station when I arrived. <laughs> I'm property Odyssey, D.C. He, he was here on arrival. <laughs> By the way, I guess I, I didn't hear it. Mm-hmm. We told him about it. He wasn't happy about it. I knew that. Told who about but apparently it? Hoffman threw us under the bus. About what? Yesterday at the beginning the of the show. According to Brian Powell, uh, who you know was listening, uh, Apparently, he was not happy with the tuna smell from the sandwiches. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hoffman eats all this weird Mediterranean stuff that he gets because he's a health nut, uh, and he's got to get fafala and all this stuff. Tofu. Uh, tofu and yogurt Sweet and whatever. 
uh, and, 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 you know, like, like he follows us. I'm not happy with a lot of things, too, but I don't necessarily complain about it on the air. Well, let's be honest. You've, you've done your fair share of complaining on the air. We always tease Hoffman for all his toys that he's got in the studio, and he's booby trapped the studio, and <laughs> it's it's all AI censored. I mean, you got to. It's just a, it's a lot. The studio. It's a lot. I, yeah, I, and I sorry, we both had tuna sandwiches for lunch, and I didn't respond to your tweet last night uh-huh. with you and your ancillary benefit. You kill me sometimes on this X app. Yeah, you and the the, the, yeah, the geniuses did, that you argue with. Yeah, like Mark Mark Schlereth pointed out yesterday. Mark Schlereth, an offensive lineman from thirty years. The passing game no, 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 does not no. have the same. It does not wear I a defense can give out. A rat's it does not pound on a defense. Has to say about the he impact of the Super run game. He won Super Bowls thirty years ago. Oh, the game so it has doesn't changed. matter. He's still in the dude, game, dude, dude. The game has changed right. tremendously. Right. So yes, now you I have to pass ninety percent of the time, and you, God forbid, you actually wear down somebody. Who's the highest passing team in the National Football? Who, who is behind? The and who's behind them? I pres- dude, I the chief. No one has a problem Chiefs? when the Chiefs throw the ball all around it's the yard. Patrick Mahomes, a, dude, the kid that we're doing it with hadn't made a gazillion mistakes doing it. It's not hurting him; it's helping him. Like we've all agreed to. My thing is this: begrudgingly, we've agreed th- this, to. This is the issue that I have with your statement. You act like there are no ancillary benefits of the quick passing game. Yeah, there are. I tried to break it down to you. The same way linebackers and safeties bite up on the run. Corners and DBs are going to start squatting on routes. And okay. then what do you do? You double move well, them then, over the top. Then there's ancillary benefits to everything. But you have no, to execute you have to execute it, right? Dude, they're not and, and some teams the want run. to some teams want to execute the run, some teams don't. And this team doesn't. And, I keep right, telling you, and, and they running the football right, is a lifestyle choice. Right. They don't. They didn't practice at all summer. We were both out I, there. I understand. They didn't practice the run. Well, they at did all. during training camp. Barely. They didn't during OTAs. Barely. Okay. My point being is, my point, you, you, lifestyle, lifestyle choice, whatever. My point being is, you, you can't, offense. you cannot sit here and tell me that the reason why teams don't run the ball and 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 series are dead is because on first and ten they get one yard. It puts and, you behind and, the ske- puts you behind schedule. This offense. What what ha- what happens on first and ten when they get sacked? What happens on first and ten when they throw a five-yard backdoor screen that gets blown up the last for negative weeks, five yards? The last two weeks, they have been brilliant on okay. first and second down. Okay. Why? Finally. Why? It took seven games to get to that because point. Because of the quick passing game. It took, it took seven weeks That's to why. get to that point. Throwing the ball, and it, it wasn't the they running They were doing fault. quick game at times. And Sam couldn't hit Curtis Samuel in the freaking hands against New York. Okay. Instead of being that's in second point, and five, that's, that's you're in second and ten because Sam misses. Okay. He's been well, more consistent. Well, why can't you be in second and five improved. if you use Brian Robinson? I've seen plenty of five and six-yard runs from Brian Robinson. And I've also seen plenty of negative shotgun right. runs behind right. Just Charles. like a passing game, sometimes you're going to be incomplete and not get any yards. Sometimes you're going to take a, 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 a six-yard loss on a sack. Their offense is or not an lacking grounding. anything because of the way that they're running the football. Their offense is fine, and it's better than what the hell you're giving them credit for. The Commanders. Yes. It's it's better the last two weeks. But would you give me that they also ran the ball better last week in Foxborough? Yeah, but that's not the main source and reason as to why they're having I success. Say, I didn't say it's it had to be. the most minuscule part of it. I didn't say it had to be, but you can't be 90-10. 
You shouldn't be 80-20. Well, you shouldn't huh, even be 75-25. Well, worked out pretty damn well for him against Philadelphia yep. a couple of weeks ago when they threw the ball all over the yard. The offense wasn't struggling then. One game. And then last week, they scored 20 points. You know why they scored 20 points, Chris. Oh, because they, they should made, have scored. Because they made mistakes, right? Yes. You can make they made mistakes running the football. Chris, he fumbled. What do you my, want? My point is, my point is is you again, the benefits on, that Chris. you get, the benefits that you get are not the same from a quick passing game. They're just not. They're not. We have to give the report card grades. Unfortunately, we just keep arguing and we've got all these people on hold. Is there you anyone got, new on the line? I don't know. Uh no, not really. Um no. You sure? Yeah. Maybe it's new to me. I mean, they can call you at 6.30. Uh, well, they or they will. can call Doc they, tomorrow. They, they will call me yeah. and Doc. They'll, they can be mad at me. I mean, th- th- this is on me because I keep finding <laughs> ways to argue with you, and you keep finding ways to argue with me. Give me a coach's report card grade real quick uh, through the eyes of Josh Harris. Uh, I've got to decide on C whether plus. I'm keeping you for a year five. C plus. Overall C plus? C plus. I'm going to go overall. I'm going to say a... D plus. D plus. The defense has been a disaster, as we talked about. Ron's game management is mystifying. We all know that. Eric Bieniemy's path to getting it seems like it's working right now. It could end very quickly on Sunday in Seattle against another aggressive downhill blitzing defense. It seems like it's working right now. Great. Congratulations. It might not work as soon as starting Sunday. And I don't like the path, the way they built it. Special teams has been better than I thought. Again, got to give them credit. Overall, the coaching staff, they weren't able, for whatever reason, to get this defensive line to be better than it needed than it was. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go D plus. On the coaching staff. See, I just think you're... And I'm going to fire everybody. I think you're omitting the positive things that they have done. They've done some positive things. Like, I think Juan Castillo and Travell Wharton deserve credit for the They've offensive line. They've done some line. positive things. 110%. Yeah, I the think. offensive line is not as good as you're pointing it, painting it out to be. It's not as bad as most people think it is. It's somewhere... Is that fair? I it's guess somewhere, so. It, it's, it's fine. It, it's, it's better than it was, but it's fine. It's not great. It's not dominant. It's not awesome. It's not the Eagles. When you're dropping back as much as Washington's dropping back. Which is part of the problem why they shouldn't have been dropping back as much as they were. Again, again, that was dumb. Was it dumb or was the quarterback not able to handle it? That's Part of that is being dumb. I don't think. I think that's what you call throwing a guy in the deep end and seeing if he sinks or swims. And notice how the philosophical change offensively came Literally almost at like the midway point of the season. Almost like they were trying something purposefully for the first six, seven weeks and then said, you know what? All right, it hadn't worked that great. Let's go to our plan B. And that plan B included Tyler Larson at center and Chris Paul at guard. Girth. Uh, subtracting and, and eliminating all the interior pressure that has called Sam Howell hell because he's 5'9". He's 5'9". Like... <laughs> the, I, I give the coaching staff... We, we were talking about it earlier. Anytime you are willing... 
to go out and say, you know what, my way isn't working, that takes guts. That takes pride. Okay. We are egotistical, testosterone-filled maniacs. My way my way is clearly not working at, at the age of 50. Well, I'm in trouble. it is what it is. I don't have both oars in the water. I can tell you that <laughs> both much. Both oars in the water. Oh, all right, time for a quick trending alert. And then Drew McIntyre, WWE superstar. They're coming to Monday Night Raw at Capital One Arena. He'll join me next right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, boys and girls, this is Thursday Night Football. Linnell will bridge you a gap over on the fan from 6.30 to 7.30. Pre-game coverage then. Yay, we get to see the Chicago Bears for a second time this year. Tyson Badgett as their quarterback. You do get to hear about Montez Sweat in his second game with the Bears against Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers. One and seven, two and seven. Baby, it doesn't get any better than that. If you need something different, UVA, Virginia, Two and seven against number 11, Louisville at eight and one. 7.30 kickoff on the college gridiron as well. A couple of NBA games for you uh, tonight. Milwaukee and Giannis against the Indiana Pacers. High-paced team there. Atlanta and Orlando following that one. And that's what's trending. Guys, this Monday night, Capital One Arena, Monday Night Raw, and the World Wrestling Entertainment Group comes back to Washington, D.C. And joining us right now is WWE Superstore, the Scottish Warrior, Drew McIntyre. Of course, Raw at Capital One Arena this Monday. Tickets available now at Capital One Arena Box Office or Ticketmaster. And Drew will be a part of the show as he normally is. Drew, thank you very much for doing this. It's Chris Russell here in D.C. How are you? I'm absolutely fantastic, buddy. I was on the road for three weeks. I'm just back home for a couple of days and heading to D.C. to put my foot in somebody's face. Uh, You know, that's what you do pretty much uh, the best out of anything, Um, because I've seen you live. I've seen you, of course, uh, you know, on TV. I mean, that's, you know, nobody should mess with Drew McIntyre. Is that is that pretty much the message that uh, you're saying? I mean, I I know things didn't go exactly the way you wanted at the end in Riyadh against uh, Seth Rollins. but that all that just means that you're going to be angrier and madder come Monday night, right? Yeah, I never suggest messing with me. Aside the fact that I've been around for 22 years and I have the experience, I'm also six foot five and 280 pounds of yeah. bad attitude. And like you mentioned, the match didn't go to plan. The crown jewel, I did not defeat Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. There's more than meets the eye when it comes to that match. I haven't gone into details about it yet. Maybe in Monday I will, or maybe I'll just beat some people up. I haven't decided yet, but I can safely see I see things a little clearer now. Yeah, see, that's what we call in the radio business, Drew, and you're very good at this entertainment thing, a tease. So now people are going to have to come to Capital One Arena to see if you're going to kick ass because you showed up at Mohegan Sun the other night uh, and you didn't even get in the arena, at least on TV, and Jackie Redman stopped you and you were in your big truck and she said, what's next? And 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 you didn't have an answer. So we're going to find out what's next for Drew McIntyre this Monday night or uh, might we have to wait for Survivor Series at the end of the month in Chicago? Well, that was just bad manners from Jackie. I arrive at the building. I'm trying to get out of the car. She crowds me. And I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. Like, she's new. She has to 
you know, I guess learn a little bit more about manners, perhaps yeah. simple manners, not crowd somebody the second they get out of a car, they might just leave and not come back. But yeah, clearly I was not <laughs> in a good place mentally right after losing the match, especially not got a microphone stuck in my face, but I'll definitely be there. I am in Washington. I definitely see things a little clearer than I saw them this past Monday. And you know, you can always pretty much guarantee Drew McIntyre is going to be kicking somebody's butt. No doubt about it. Drew McIntyre from a world wrestling entertainment, WWE Monday night. Raw coming up at Capital One Arena this Monday night. Again, tickets available via Ticketmaster or at the Capital One Arena uh, box office. So going back to Saturday in Riyadh at Crown Jewel, uh, I mean, you had that match won a couple of times, obviously didn't go your way at the end. Seth Rollins is a great champion. We all know that. You guys had an epic match. Um, how, how hard is it to recover not only from the physical grind of that match, but then also coupled with the tremendous travel logistics coming back, you know, normally you guys are all over the place, but, and you do a lot of international stuff, but that's got to be a double challenge to recover physically, mentally, and emotionally, but also do it while flying back from Riyadh. Yeah, that's the name of the game. You know, in WWE, we are 52 weeks a year and thankfully the year has 52 weeks. So we never stop ever. There's no reruns, no off season. And sometimes you are going to travel to the other side of the world and have yourself a 13 hour flight home to think about what just happened. You know, the match itself leading before the finish, you know, was incredible. I can't believe the response of the Saudi fans at Crown Jewel or in general for Drew McIntyre, obviously Seth's one of our biggest good guys. The fans love to sing his song. I think he was even taken aback just how much the fans were behind me and they wanted that moment and chanting McIntyre's name. And I really should have gave them the moment. Like I mentioned, there's more to it than meets the eye. The moment should have happened. I can see that clear as day. I keep reinforcing that over and over because I don't want to give it away. I can't give right. it away. Um, but if you're there in Washington, you're going to see first time what I'm talking about. Attaboy. Uh, you may, you kept mentioning moment there. Um, you know, one of, part of the storyline leading up to last Saturday in Riyadh was that you were robbed of your WrestleMania moment when you won the Universal Championship against Brock Lesnar during the pandemic at the Performance Center when there was no fans. And I remember watching the match, and obviously it wasn't what you would ideally drew up when you, uh, pun intended, uh, there, uh, when, when you finally climbed that mountain and became the WWE Heavyweight <laughs> Champion. Um, did, did winning Royal Rumble in front of a packed crowd to get that opportunity, having that moment, did that help somewhat offset the moment in your mind or not really? When I was exactly how I imagined it when I was a kid, exactly zero people there in the main event of WrestleMania winning <laughs> the title. Uh, yeah, I mean, the moment at Rumble was unbelievable. Uh, and that's when I broke through the glass ceiling. For 20 years, I've been trying to get to the top, mm -hmm. you know, really reach that top level um, of WWE, but something was stopping me. And at Royal Rumble 2020, I eliminated Brock Lesnar, then went on to win the whole thing. 40,000 people went crazy. And, right. you know, I'd really made it in the top the top flight. But nobody could have predicted it was going to happen at WrestleMania. And sure, when the world shut down, I was angry. I was, you know, like, woe is me attitude. Of course, the world shuts down when I'm going to main event WrestleMania for the championship. But once I started realizing the gravity of the situation, you know, people were terrified. And we didn't know what was going to happen next. They were losing their lives. And WWE was going to push ahead as that escape, um, especially after I won the title and I'm going to be champion and kind of lead the charge and be the 
you know, top of the mountain for that escape. And I'm the one setting the example for the rest of the roster because we've got no crowd. We're an interactive product. We've got no fans. Mm-hmm. I got to set the example. Let's throw things against the wall, see what sticks. Because I was also doing an insane amount of media during that time. A lot of Zoom calls. I was talking to people, you know, one-on-one. And they were telling me multiple, multiple people in tears about WWE is giving them a constant. It's a lot of people said saved their lives. So mm-hmm. no matter how people feel about that time, how I might have felt about that time, I'll always be so proud of it. Even if some of the current superstars don't remember that time or try not to remember that time, I'll never forget it. And I'll always be proud of it. Uh, Drew, do you, do you look at, you know, that experience, uh, the entire experience, good and bad part of it, uh, what happened at Clash of the Castle about a year ago uh, where Solo kind of ruined your opportunity there against Roman um, in front of, you know, a lot of your home fans in a wild atmosphere, what happened Saturday in Riyadh and just in general, your path and your odyssey, do you look at just that as part of you know, again, the odyssey and part of the climbing of the mountain, or do you look at it as, man, I, you know, I, I haven't, I haven't had the same chance, if you will, that that others, maybe like a Seth Rollins or a Brock Lesnar or a Roman Reigns, have been given. Uh, no, I mean the WrestleMania, nobody there was what it was, and um, you know, rolled with the punches. But Clash of the Castle, when I had an opportunity to win the title, not just in front of live fans for the first time, I become a three-time champion. Um, but in the UK, everything was perfect, and um, every step of the way, as I've talked about in television, I get screwed by the bloodline. I thought I dealt with them all. Uh, specifically the right-hand man, Jay, who was making my life hell more than anybody. I'd taken them all out. Nothing could stop me. And those bloodline um, guys, that family multiply like rabbits. And then Solo appeared and screwed me out of that match. And I never got a rematch. And like you yeah. say, all those other names you mentioned, they always get the rematches. Yeah. For some reason, Drew McIntyre never got that rematch. I had to wait another year of fighting and clawing and winning matches and getting momentum going before I got that Seth Rollins match. And like I mentioned, you know, it appears it went one way um, in the finish, but now there's so much more to that match. What happened at Crown Jewel that I'll be ready to reveal perhaps this Monday. Oh, all right. Another good tease. Again, Monday Night Raw coming to Capital One Arena. Tickets available. Ticketmaster, Capital One Arena box office. will all be there. Drew McIntyre will be there uh, at C1A for Monday Night Raw, of course, on the USA Network. Um Drew, before I let you out of here, uh, I wanted to ask us, and I hope you find this fun. You and I have a mutual friend, uh, call him Lenny the Legend, Lenny Brooks. Oh, uh, big Lenny. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So, you know, he's one of my best friends, and we'll be there at the show at ringside on Monday night, right? So two trips ago, when you were at Capital One Arena last, we followed you out of the parking garage, and he was driving uh, behind yes. you, and then on side of you, and you were – like, I, I think you were worried that maybe, like, you know, it, it was like somebody trying to harass you. I thought it was a crazy fan. Right, exactly. crazy fan until I so spied you rem- So you remember that. We tracked you down, and, 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 and you know, ultimately, we were obviously just trying to say hello and, and all that. But here's my question. How do you um, – I mean, fans are obsessive. How do you kind of balance being Drew McIntyre, the WWE superstar, and Drew McIntyre – the real life individual and, you know, protecting yourself and all that stuff. Uh, I mean, thankfully I can protect myself by being as large as I am. So don't worry about that. But, um, you know, uh, I keep things very much separate these days. It's something I had to learn how to do when I was younger. I didn't really, and couldn't really separate Drew McIntyre, the 
wrestler from Drew McIntyre, the person, and it had such a negative impact on my life. Mm-hmm. But these days when I'm away from work, um, back home, like I am now, aside obviously doing media calls, you know, I'm very much, um, you know, Drew at home with the wife, with the cats mm-hmm. on the couch and um, very much disconnecting from the wrestling world because I'm so obsessive that if you think about it 24 seven, it can really have a negative impact on you as I've learned and to take that step away during your time off really lets things, you know, become easier to digest. You see things a little clearer, you're able to move forward. And um, yeah, so when it comes to anybody, you know, who's a little, little obsessive, uh, you know, that's what we've got security for. Yeah, you got to be careful that you don't uh, give them the Claymore, right? Because that could get you uh, in a little bit of trouble. Speaking of the Claymore, I hope we get to see that on Monday night uh, Raw at Capital One Arena uh, this Monday night when Drew and the rest of the WWE superstars come to the nation's capital uh, and uh, bring us Monday night Raw. Drew, thank you so much for doing this. I know you've had an incredible uh, travel schedule and journey. Uh, I was really hoping you would pull it off on Saturday. Uh, Excited to see what's next. And uh, whether we find that out at uh, Monday night at Capital One Arena in D.C., uh, we'll have to wait and see. And that's why people should go to the show. But thanks so much for doing this. I appreciate it, buddy. I'll see everybody on Monday. You'll get one an answer one way or another. And if you and Lenny are lucky, maybe I'll share some of my Jimmy's seafood that John from Jimmy's is sending along from Baltimore. Oh, you know what? That sounds like a good idea. (laughs) We'd be down. We'd be down. Thanks, Drew. Appreciate you, man. See you, Thank you, brother. Take care. See you, Monday. All right. That is WWE superstar Drew McIntyre who joined me earlier today. So I appreciate WWE and Drew for his time. couple of shout-outs of love to my guy Lenny the Legend. Yeah, we'll be sitting ringside, baby. Wow. Monday Night Raw because we, we are the ones on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, so what was the music theme of the day there, Matty Ice? I think you uh, came in here and you told Linnell, I know what it is, but you want to announce it? It was food. Just food. All food. You guys do things behind my back. It's another way that you all try to torment me for the six hours. We just want you to keep you on. We want to keep you on your toes. We want to make it fun. Yeah. You know, instead of all this, like, this built-up hostility and stuff, and, and and all the arguing, we, we want to make it fun. We want some people to, like, hate us. We want some people to love us. We want people to listen and interact and get pissed off and, and, and laugh and smile. And we want to exude all those emotions or draw in all those emotions. So we just want to mess with you a little bit. I mean, being that you won't let us call you Lunel anymore. Oh, God. I mean. So we had to come up with something different. Blame the delinquent listener g from the shop we're just two big dummies (laughs) i mean g is all mad at me and and, he should be because you were spewing out and paulie and bones have joined him and they all say i have no basketball iq i mean you said some ridiculous things they're rebuilding they're reloading they're not tanking stop enough okay all right it is time (laughs) to end the show the way we need to end the show isn't it you it's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day. It was up to you, clowns. I would be the Dumb Dumb of the Day, but not today. Nope. This comes from the Associated Press. New York City. A New York City police officer sadly has lost his left ring finger up to the first knuckle. Why? 
because a knucklehead, Lenny, not Lenny the legend, Lenny Rodriguez Cruz, a 28-year-old idiot who could now be sentenced to 25 years in prison, led police on a wild car chase, crashing into several vehicles, and bit, bit a police sergeant who was trying to put him in a holding cell, according to the Queens, New York district attorney. The incident happened last month. Police officer patrolling the Jamaica section of Queens. I've been there plenty of times. My dad used to work there. Rodriguez Cruz, the moron uh, accused of all this, was driving a car with license plates that weren't registered for his vehicle. According to the news release, the officer tried to pull him over. He sped off, mounted a sidewalk, drove through a park, scattering parkgoers as they ran to safety, and then the alleged perpetrator kept driving hit four vehicles including an unmarked police car that was set up as part of the barricade the driver of one of those cars that was hit was treated at a hospital then the officer who finally finally was able to pull this moron over the uh, over he uh, got him out of the crashed car his breath smelled of alcohol his speech was slurred there was a cup containing an alcoholic beverage in the car and then he spit on the police sergeant and bit his finger off and now because of all of this he's possibly heading to jail for 25 years to life mm. because of a reckless driving charge congratulations you're chris's dum-dum of the day sounds like something uh you might get some of your cronies to hey, uh, get against hey, me chris and, russell guess what yeah. What's that? Since week four, DeAndre Swift is averaging 3.4 yards a carry, 57th in the NFL. The Eagles are 30th in the NFL in rushing. They also happen to be the best team. So chew on that for for the next six hours. Okay. Yeah, because their offense is exactly the same break. this year, right? We got to go to break. All right, we got to say goodbye. I'm done for the week. Uh, best buddies, don't forget to check that out. I'm yes, posting indeed. all sorts of links. Linnell, 630 tonight, 106.7 of the fan, right up until Thursday night. Football dock in for me tomorrow. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks to Matty Ice. Thanks to Drew McIntyre. Thanks to you. Adios. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.